But that's that mentoring experience. And that's what podcasts and that's what we hope our podcast become for people is an opportunity to to almost like a masterclass situation. Because uh, there are teachers out there who, who are rock starring, uh, who understand what it takes to do what we do. But nobody knows who they are. Nobody's heard their voice. No one's, no one's, you know, there's not a camera in every teacher's room capturing all these moments and, and putting them in a file. And you may have never experienced it, and then you may listen to it on a podcast, and then all of a sudden you experience it, and it's like, oh, I remember them saying, okay, this is how you, okay, got it. And even though it may be like, no, nah, I can't do that, but it gives me an idea. It sparks an idea in my mind of what I can do. What's up, fam? How's the day going? It is Monday, the 11th of October, and I am on my way home. Uh, pretty good day. My kids are getting going on their, not really getting going, they're, they're really making headway on their project. We're kind of moving into the uh, poster slash paper phase of this particular project, which I'm excited about. Uh, one thing that shocked me is I had them as their warm-up grade the effort they put in on the project so far, and it was a lot of, like, C's and B's for their effort, and it always surprises me how hard kids are on themselves, but that's good. Otherwise, you know, just kind of trying to be patient. Uh, I have this 10-minute recess duty at the end of my lunch, um, which happens to be, you know, I teach the last five periods of the day. And my 20-minute lunch with a 10-minute recess duty is stuck right at the beginning of that. So I teach two, I have my lunch break plus recess, and then I teach three more. Uh, and it just is like total anarchy because it's just our kids in a parking lot. And they're running, it's just kids everywhere, and it, it just is chaos. And it's like really really frustrating like it's really really like anxiety producing because you know there's a hundred plus kids in this tiny parking lot just running around and goofing off and doing all this stuff and you're like trying to make sure nobody gets hurt but then inevitably there are kids that are just being annoying and ridiculous so you're trying to like keep order but there's no way to do it and, you know, now today they introduce jump ropes and kickballs. So, of course, balls are being punted in the air and, you know, ropes are, the handles are getting ripped off the jump ropes as soon as we get them. Like, as soon as we have them, it starts. And I'm just, like, trying to tell myself that this is just not tenable. But I am trying to remember that the kids probably really need this 10 minutes. And, and you know, 10 minutes for them really makes a difference. But it's just, it's just so frustrating. It's so hard to just sit there and like deal with it. And I know it's only 10 minutes and I know I should be better equipped to handle it. But it's like just such a frustrating time. And for some reason, it, it just puts me in a bad mood for my next class. But I'm getting better about not taking that out on my next class. Um, and then sometimes it puts me in the spiral of like 
there's just like no real accountability you know for our bad kids there's no real punishment for them they know that there are no teeth to any of the real rules or requirements that they have and it's easy to kind of go down that road and kind of spiral down there and be frustrated totally with our with our um admin and then Apparently there's some TikTok trend where kids are going into bathrooms and wrecking things and then posting about it. And some kid hauled off and, as one of my students said, donkey kicked the piping of one of our sinks and thus flooded the boys' bathroom. So that was like super frustrating, but I've got a great group of kids and this project's good. and. There's so much good to be had in the school year. You know, next week we are, we have Minnesota Education Association be having, that's what it stands for. So the kids only have Monday, Tuesday. Then I have conferences Tuesday night, conferences Wednesday, but I really only have like four or five, like a grand total of like 45 minutes of conferences on Wednesday. Um, and then, you know, Thursday we have a PD that's only nine to two like crossing my fingers that our director will allow us to do that from home I, I know he won't but um, yeah it's just it's been really good and then Friday we have a day off we're looking forward we're going to have a little cookout and a little campfire with some friends next Friday and it's just I mean things are going so fast and you know once we get through this MEA break you know, before you know it, it'll be Halloween, and before you know that, it'll be Christmas, and then, you know, the year just, I just feel like the year's going by so fast, uh, so I'm just trying to appreciate it and enjoy it, and trying to remember these kids are kids, trying to remember they have context, trying to remember that a lot of these behaviors aren't their own, they are, you know, ones they learn at home, and, you know, many of them don't have much structure and they don't know what it's like to you know, be in a setting where there is structure and there's discipline and there's and I and I shouldn't say I'm not an overly like disciplined regimented structured person but even for me I want to bring some accountability to these kids and I had a run in or the kid that I've referenced a bunch of times he just today made a really rude sexually based comment and I brought him out and I talked to him and I just kept saying to him like I know you know what this means and eventually after a minute or two he was like yeah I know what it means and it was a moment where I could talk to him about how like bro that's all I'm looking for you to say I'm looking for you to not ask what did you even say or what am I even doing or that? Just to say, yo, I got you. Like, I shouldn't say that. And I know we're making progress with him. Um, but, man, his behavior makes it hard to feel that way sometimes. Because he just has his identity in being the troublemaker, being the class clown, saying the inappropriate stuff. Because that's where he gets his validation from. That's where the kids acknowledge him. So I know that it's it's not just him that's the problem. We have some real 
instigators who try to start things with kids who maybe don't know better and it's just tough but all in all I mean things are really good Will and I just dropped a podcast talking about the teacher shortage and just really proud of the work that we've continued to do and the way we've handled ourselves and the way I'm handling myself for some reason I'm just thinking back to like you know being that I'm only 37 and you know people can make 37 feel really old but I mean I with a little luck and some hard work you know hopefully have you know another 50 years you know if I could spend another 35 of it making a difference for kids and teachers I think that would have been a pretty good would have been a pretty good life to lead so I feel like just doing things I should and being the person that I should be and really just trying to enjoy it my niece's second birthday is this weekend, so that'll be fun. There'll be a bunch of the kids will be around, and I gotta help my dad move a couple things around. They closed up their camper and brought the pontoon home, so I gotta help my dad with a little bit. Just starting to get ready for the fall season, a little bit of hunting, a little bit of yard work, a little bit of that stuff. So it's all, it's all good. It's all gravy, but I'm just really, uh, just really happy with my life my job and I know that there's never going to be a perfect job for me until I get to the point where Will and I are doing our own thing and making our own schedule and at that point it probably won't be perfect either I don't have any belief that there's this perfect life with a perfect partner and you know perfect job but I got a pretty dang good partner and a pretty dang good life and a good job now and a chance to really take the next step this year um, if Will and I can get the book done and knock that out so just really proud of how far I've come and the things I do and how I handle myself so um, hope everybody has a great week and this is going to be me signing off for Monday good morning everybody what is happening? It is Tuesday, October 12th. Just on my way to school, a little bit different way, going across the uh, 35W bridge. Uh, currently, that's why it's so noisy. Overlooking the river, I can see the Viking Stadium. So it's a good little morning, cloudy, a little bit cooler. Starting to get some fall weather here, but um, you know. I've been looking for a reflective practice for a long time when it comes to my teaching. Trying to get all that stuff off my chest and off my mind. Um, and this seems to be working. And maybe I'm making a leap. Maybe it's not made such a difference. But I have had probably what is the best, you know, two plus weeks of sleep that I've had in, I don't know how long. Like I've gotten to the point where the last couple of weeks, as soon as I am in bed, 
and like we're done reading, I'm I'm out. Like the other day, I had a I I wear a fitness tracker, and it said I was in bed for eight hours and one minute, and I was asleep for like seven hours and thirty of it, which is like super good. So I find that when I'm laying down, I have less and less of that mind that is just racing. And this is really the only thing that is significantly different about what I've been doing. It's really the only change I've made. Um, I suppose the other one too is that my wife and I are especially cutting out a little bit of that sugar. Um, in the evening, we're trying to do you know, a dessert snack only three times a week instead of basically we were doing it every night. Um, so I'm sure that's made a difference too. But but really, this reflective practice, um, I really believe it's making a difference. Um, and I find that just having the chance to talk through the things that are going on in my classroom, the things that happen on a particular day help me put it into perspective before I get back. So I'm not, I'm not carrying things over. I'm not holding resentment towards a kid. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not thinking about the situations that happened prior. I'm solely focused on the upcoming day which I think really um, is making a difference. I really think that I'm in a better headspace when I get back, especially if I, you know, just take five to 10 um, when I'm on my way to school, you know, to throw down another another short little video and, and just do myself a favor being able to being able to just talk through what I got going on and just kind of get a few things off my chest, get a few things out of my head to be able to just be clear and focused on what my job is on that upcoming day. And today, you know, my students are finishing up their research for the cultural, or sorry, World Cultures Project. Um, which I think has gone really well. I've had, you know, really no groups or individuals that haven't really been working for the majority of the period. And yes, there's some that are distracted. I have one class that is just obsessed with Alexa and playing random songs. It also happens to be the class that tries to play Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up or at any point. But it's fun. Like I'm, I'm having a great time, and and I just think that this practice is clearing my head and putting me in a position where I can stay more focused on my priorities. I can stay more focused on the job I have in front of me. And you know, when I'm with my kids, that's my job. When I'm not with my kids, it's the book, it's the podcast, it's prepping, it's all those other things that go into it. But I, I find myself in a position where I'm 
feeling a little better every day. And I'm really getting better rest. And I am certain that better rest is leading to a better version of me in my class. So, and I think I'm handling things better than I have in the past. So, hope everybody has a great day. I'll let you know how it goes this afternoon. What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday. It's the 12th of October. It's the afternoon. Finished up my day. Just on my way home. Um, lesson learned today is that uh, three days is just about the perfect amount of time to do research. Um, today was the fourth day. Most of my kids were either finished or they were so sick of doing research that they did not do anything. Um, I have some groups that are, you know, going to pretend to be done, even though there's still four days left in the project. Um, and that's going to be problematic because they're going to just goof around. But, um, yeah, all in all, I mean, a pretty good day again. Things are pretty groovy. Um, I'll be interested to see what the kids do for the poster. And I will be interested to see what the kids um, turn in for those that are writing papers. Um, had a group of students tell me that they were not going to do the poster because the paper was too, uh, the poster was too hard, so they were going to do the paper. And I was trying to explain to them that, you know, just because they were doing the paper doesn't mean that they had an easy out. And that I didn't think that working a Working a total of four days on what was supposed to be an eight-day project was going to get them the grade they wanted. And one particular student started to tell me that I needed to be more positive and that I shouldn't be negative. And it's, I'm, it, you kind of get to that point where you don't know what to say in that situation to a kid who you are giving advice to, you're giving direction to, but they're telling you to be more positive about their work. Um, and I have the feeling that it's just going to be a kick in the behind for that group when they get their grade. I told them I would really like to read their paper before you know they decide to turn it in so I can give them some feedback. And you know, this particular student has one is one that has used the you need to be more positive when I give her any direction or feedback. Um, so you know, we have conferences coming up next week. I'm wondering if I should wait and talk to mom then or if I should just send a quick email to the mom and just ask her and say, hey, here's the situation. Um, I, I try to give feedback on assignments and behavior, and I'm told that I am too negative and that I need to be more positive, and I'm wondering how I can get through to this student because if I can't and they, their group turns in something that is subpar, like they're going to get a bad grade and then then what like what am I supposed to do then I'm not going to take the blame because I tried to give them direction and they wouldn't take it so you don't want to have to have that conversation with a parent or with a kid but to some degree I have to accept that that's a possible outcome because they're making their choices 
and I can't make choices for them. So that's just kind of where I'm at on this project. Um, trying not to have a crappy attitude about certain things at school, like my recess duty and my after school duty, like my after school duty is frustrating because it always seems to go over. Like we're supposed to be done at four o'clock and I never get to leave until like 10 after. And all the other after school duties are already done by the time that mine is done. And like those people are gone and that's frustrating. And I know it's, you know, maybe five to 10 minutes every day, but you cycle that across 180 days of school and that really adds up and it's frustrating. And you know, it's probably not worth like getting stirred up over. But it kind of is though. It's like something I want to get frustrated about and I want to get spicy about, but I know it probably doesn't do me any good. Um, but because I know it probably doesn't do me any good, I kind of have to change my attitude about it and not let it get me down. Of, you know, I, you know, whether it's a student or, you know, student lying right to my face or a student who's you know constantly talking about how other people are doing these things but not themselves it's just I I can feel myself getting kind of spun up about it um, but I have to realize that I have the reaction like I have this one student that is just being kind of combative working in a group and I was one of the group members asked me a question and I was talking specifically to that group member. And then this particular student got mad at me that I wasn't asking his opinion. And I said, well, this other person actually asked me the question. So I was talking to them, but you're a part of the group. And this kid just kept being like, well, why didn't you ask me my opinion? And I just, I felt myself going in circles with the kid and, and I should have just been done with it but I kind of just kept going and I was just kind of flabbergasted and I just I probably didn't handle it the way that I should have but it's you know these kind of situations where I don't need to get myself spun up and I don't need to you know make things into a bigger deal than they are and I'm sure this situation with these kids turn out fine. Like, worst case scenario with the student who wants me to be more positive, they get a bad grade. And that's not on me. That's on them. And worst, worst case scenario, if the parent wants to talk to me about it, I will explain the situation to them. I will show them exactly what the kids did and how the child handled it. I will tell the parent, I tried to give your kid feedback and they didn't want it. and they told me that I needed to be more positive when I was trying to explain to them that you know three pages was not going to cut it in terms of a grade when other groups are writing almost that much and putting it on a poster and adding pictures and diagrams like that that just isn't going to cut it so you know, the worst case scenario is never as bad as it seems. And really, in reality, I'm not going to be in that worst case scenario. 
I think I maybe will just email that particular parent tomorrow and just say, hey, here's the situation. Um, I'm trying to give your child feedback, but it seems like anytime I give them feedback that they don't like, they tell me I need to be more positive and that I should just appreciate what work they have done, which seems kind of bonkers that a kid should tell me how to grade my papers or how I should feel about their work. But, you know, and hopefully you just make a connection with the parent. You just say, hey, like, I, I, I just am trying to work with your child, but um, I, I don't know what they want me to do when I'm trying to give them feedback on an assignment and they won't take it because I'm not telling them how wonderful they are and just telling them how wonderful they are. You know, you could go on a deep dive down the rabbit hole about how many kids are told nothing but sunshine and rainbows and that the world is perfect. But, you know, I'm sure the parent would appreciate it and I'm sure the parent feels that way about the kid when they're at home too. Um, so, that's where I'm at. Tomorrow we're doing a, it's not a state test, it's some, some standardized test to get some data on the kids, so the, the um, project will take a break. Thursday, the kids will start the actual physical product, and they will have until Tuesday of next week as we go into our kind of fall break to get it done. So all in all, things are good, but yeah, just trying to handle these situations the best I can. The fact that I realize I'm getting spun up when I don't need to, I think, is a step in the right direction. That I actually understand that I'm making more out of this than I need to be. So, hope everybody's good. Hope everybody had a great day and is having a great week. Good morning, everybody. October 13th is a Wednesday on my way to school to do some standardized testing that's referred to as CTP. I don't exactly know what CTP stands for, nor is it related directly to my content area I'm giving. Giving's the wrong word. I'm proctoring them uh, in a reading comprehension test. So that would be my shindig today. Um, I think it'll be a nice break from the project. That'll give me a day to kind of put together, you know, what I want to do next in terms of how to put the poster part of the project together and how to, you know, make sure the kids know what a good project or a good paper looks like. Um, I really tend not to make example examples because I feel like kids just copy them then. Um, and that's not really what I'm about, is having kids just copy the things that I do. So, yeah. Otherwise, got about a 25-minute run-in, which I think is a you know just a couple miles, but it's a good amount of time for me to run in the morning it you know gives me you know, five to ten on the front end and five to ten on the back end to stretch and get loose and get myself back together because the worst thing I can do for myself is when I do go for a run or work out of any kind really is to not um, stretch afterward 
then it puts my body in a bad place and it'll take me a couple days to get feeling better. I mean, that's, um, that's kind of where I'm at on, on that. I really, you know, if I have, you know, basically 45 minutes to work out every day during the week, I should say, I got about 45 minutes. So I try to do about 25 minutes of workout, um, and 10 minutes of warm up stretching on each side seems to be about right. Unless I do yoga, then I try to do about 30 minutes of just straight yoga because you don't really need to warm up and stretch to do yoga, in my opinion. But um, yeah, five days left before the students have a five-day weekend, which I think will be good for everybody. Getting set for conferences to start next week and trying to figure if I need to reach out to a few parents prior to those conferences just to kind of grease the skin so I'm not, you know, laying stuff on them at that time, especially because our conferences are pre-scheduled in my our room. You have to have an appointment and it's only five minutes. They only get five minutes at a time. So it's not like you can really have like this long drawn out conversation about a kid. So I think there's a few parents I need to reach out out to prior prior to those conferences happening. So all in all, I think it's gonna be a good day. I'm gonna get some time to read a little bit from Will and I's book and do a little bit of work on the podcast and whatnot. But pump day, you know, let's go get it. It's gonna be a great day. everybody good morning I was trying to do this video in my car this morning but of course my camera ran out of battery and I didn't have an extra battery and even if I did have an extra battery I wouldn't have been able to change it so um, the thing I started talking about was kind of how I lost it on the kid yesterday uh, the situation being we were out at recess which I have talked about is a stressful time and this kid blindly while running on a dead sprint punted a kickball on a line drive that if a teacher would not have been paying attention would have broke her nose. And I just lost it. And I just was trying to explain to him how it was wrong and he just kept telling me that it wasn't wrong and that he wasn't trying to do it and it wasn't his fault and all these things and I just got more and more mad. Um, which was probably not the best way for me to handle it. And, you know, as what usually happens when you kind of lose it on a kid, you feel bad and you start to blame yourself and, and get frustrated. But for me, I'm thinking to myself, like, why do I assume that I'm never going to, you know, act irrationally or get upset? Like, it's just not the nature. And maybe some people do and maybe some people can, but there are certain times where kids just trigger me and... That recess is a spot where there are a few kids that are now using their recess to push buttons and to try to be difficult and to try to be rude. And that particular moment just did not sit well with me. And I think I need, although I'm trying really hard not to do that, not to be a person who just loses it. I want to be cool. I want to be empathetic. I want to you know, de-escalate situations. 
but you know, sometimes it just has to happen. I don't like it when it happens. It's not my favorite thing, but I can't like beat myself up over it because the kid's behavior is what caused it. And maybe, yes, could I have been calm about it and made the situation probably better? Yes, I probably could. But I can't, you know, beat myself up beat myself up over the fact that that happened. It's just kind of, you know, the nature of how this goes. And like I said, I can try my best not to have that happen. But if I, you know, expect myself to be perfect, then I'm just, ex I'm setting myself up to fail when it comes to being a teacher, when it comes to, you know, being a communicator and being, you know, a leader. I don't expect myself to be the perfect leader or the perfect teacher or the perfect person. Now, can I try to make that situation better today? Can I try to get back with that kid and talk with them about the situation? Yeah, I can. But I don't want to continue to beat myself up over the fact that a kid got a talking to for doing something that was really dumb. And I hope that it hasn't ruined the relationship. I don't think it is because I think the kid knows how dumb the thing he did was. But, you know, for me, that's just where I am landing on it currently. Um, the other thing that's been on my mind lately is priorities and, you know, thinking about LED and my classroom and my health and, you know, I'm in this situation where no matter what I do in one area of my life, I have to sacrifice in another, um, you know, whether it's doing more fitness, you know, if I were going to do it, it would have to be after school, and that cuts into my time with my wife, which is, you know, the most important time I have during the day. Um, if I want to do more fitness, I otherwise have to get up earlier, which I know physically is not as sustainable as, you know, I'm in bed for about eight hours every night, eight and a half, and I get between seven and seven and a half, which has got me feeling pretty good lately, but I know that, you know, taking 15, 20, 30 minutes from that every day is not, it's not tenable. Um, I just have to realize I can't do everything at one time. But if I realize I can't do everything at one time, I can just focus on making strides forward in every part of my life, and that's where I'm at. So it's Thursday. Um, my kids are going to start the actual physical product portion of this project. And I'm hoping that um, it'll go well. You know, I have it slated for today, tomorrow, and Monday and Tuesday of next week. But if we get done a little early, I got a few things we can do. So I hope everybody's good. You know, like I said, just thinking about expectations of myself, not being hard on myself when I make mistakes, and how to keep working on my priorities. So um, got a good weekend coming up. My nephews playing his last home football game of the regular season so I got that Friday got my niece's birthday Saturday helping my friend move on Sunday and just 
got a lot going, but um, this is kind of really the last weekend that I've got stuff going for the foreseeable future, which I'm pumped about. So much love to everybody. Hope everybody's doing great, and uh, hope this finds you well. Good morning, everybody. I have successfully managed to swap out the battery in my camera. I did not do that. I got to remember to do that like once a week. Um, or just keep both of them with me. So I hope everybody's doing awesome. I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, it's Friday. It is the 15th of October, which I forgot makes it payday, which I'm jacked about. But just finishing up the week, um, the project we've been working on seems to be going well. About the biggest problem I have is that there are a few groups that are already done with like three days left. A couple of the groups that are done, I know that I can trust to just do other work in class and, you know, not be a problem. But there are a couple of groups that I really worry will be problematic for the people around them. And I just got done talking to Will, um, having a conversation about expectations. And um, there's one particular group I've been a little maybe a little harder on um, but I'm just gonna evaluate that and just see am I am I out of line am I off base with what they've done um, and just see you know where where this comes down and where and where it's at but all in all I think it's been a great project um, I think most groups will probably finish on Monday which will leave us with a Fun, you know, kind of a fun day on on Tuesday. Maybe we'll do a Kahoot or watch a video or just do something because next week kids only got Monday and Tuesday. So Tuesday they'll probably be pretty um, wired and and ready to go. So all in all, things are great. My wife is leaving for a girls' weekend this afternoon, so I will be home alone until Monday, which will be weird. It's going to be the longest span we've been apart for quite some time. Um, I mean, really, since we started living together, you know, this time two years ago, we've hardly been apart. Um, but it'll be good. Tonight, I'm going to go watch my nephew. It's senior night. Um, it's going to be his, uh, going to be his last regular season football game. Um, and I'm just looking forward to um, having a chance to support him. And then they are going into the playoffs starting next week. I don't know if it's going to be a home game. It might, depending upon if they win tonight. So I'm excited for that. Um, my niece, Merit the Carrot, her second birthday party is tomorrow. Apparently there's like a legit bouncy house that I can go in, so I'm going to get in there and thrash around a little bit, have fun, and then Sunday I'm helping a friend um, move some furniture out of her house. She's moving back into an apartment, um, was able to sell her house, it just was the right time to kind of downsize. And then I'm going to be at home on Sunday by myself, which is going to be weird, a full day of just you know, at home, I really want to get through this second second read through of um, the rough draft. What I'm doing is picking out the themes and concepts that are going to go into the workbook that's going to either be in the in the main book or accompany the book. 
and are going to turn into a PDE session long term. That's what I'm working on, pulling out the other vocab words that are in there. Um, getting that done and, and getting to a situation, a spot where we can really put a really good second and third draft together. Um, I'm starting to feel more confident that it can get done by the end of school. Um, I'd really like to have it ready to be published like mid-March. So you can give yourself some runway to try to book some things over the course of the summer and into next year. Um, uh, yeah, so it's just been good. I think it's going to be a great weekend. I got a little bit of yard work. Um, I got to put some black dirt down in a few spots and seed some grass just to kind of level some of the weeble wobbles that are in our yard. There was one big piece of flagstone that once we took our fence down, we didn't need the flagstone. So I got to fill that hole in and try to get grass seeded. I'm hoping that it's still going to be enough time to get the grass to kind of take before the end of fall it's going to be a nice week this upcoming week so i'm hoping that it'll work but um i just got done talking to will um about a particular group who i think i've been talking about a little bit this week i talked a little bit to my computer about it yesterday but that when i give them feedback they tell me i need to be more positive and that i should just appreciate what they've done and I don't exactly know how to handle that or how to, um, you know, talk with them about that. Because it's my job to give them feedback. That's how they learn. But um, this particular set of kids are pretty slick with their words. And they always try to spin it and flip it back on me. And then they say that I'm making it personal about them. So it's just a situation that I haven't really dealt with. Um, but I'm hoping that I can. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take their paper and give it to another social studies teacher with the rubric and ask uh, him to evaluate it. And then I can give that to them and just say, hey, this is what Mr. Longard thought. I just wanted to get a different you know, set of eyes on it. So that way you could get an objective look at what you've done. So um, I think that's what I'm gonna do. All in all, it's been a great week. Um, like I said, we got today and then a couple days next week before the kids have a five day break. We have conferences in PD next week, but all in all, it should be good. So, big weekend coming up, lots to do, but things are going well. Got my stocking hat on, enjoying a little bit of cooler weather, but hope everybody has a great day, and I'll let you know how it went this afternoon. What's up, everybody? It's 5.35, and I'm now just on my way home. So... My wife is gone. My kids had a soccer game at 4.30. It was the perfect opportunity for me to be able to go to their soccer game and still make it to my nephew's football game at 7. And then I get to the soccer game to find out that the bus driver didn't believe my kids when they said they weren't playing at a different field and then dropped them off in the wrong place and left. So I just left the field about five minutes ago. My kids were not going to play for another 25 minutes. I have a 30-minute drive home and like a 25-minute drive to get to my nephew's game. Um, so unfortunately, I didn't get to watch them play at all. I was talking to Will this morning, and he just talked about how 
how much of a difference it makes for a kid, you know, for you to show up for a kid. And I thought to myself, you know, man, that's a really good point. Um, it'd be a really good thing for me to be able to do. Um, and I tried, even though I got really frustrated at the end of the day again. Um, same, same old same. Um, but I like, you know, I just thought to myself, I'm like, I'm going to do this. Like, this is a good thing for me to do. I'm going to make my face seen. I'm going to make an appearance. And lo and behold, you know, it was pseudo for naught. But I mean, my kids saw me that I was there and, you know, it's just, I, I don't have the time to stay if I'm going to make it, if I'm going to have enough time to eat dinner and then, you know, get get to my nephew's game. Uh, so that was unfortunate. I had a pretty good day today um, with the exception of a couple instances. We just got... You just got one click of kids that when they are together, they are just, uh, they think the entire world is out to get them. And they think no matter what their behavior is, they are not responsible and there is someone else to blame that they have been wrong, they have been mistreated. I had a student today tell me that it didn't matter if I called home because my parents don't like you anyway and it's not going to do you any good. They remember that you made me cry, blah, blah, blah. And I just said to this student, I was like, We've, I talked to you about that. Like, I made that situation right. And this student then proceeded to kind of tell me how I was a terrible person and da, 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 da. Um, this also happened to be a student that did not like the feedback of two teachers who told them the same thing about this paper that um, they've been writing, that it was dry and it lacked a lot of pizzazz. Pause, my wife's calling me. Hi, honey. Honey? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. All right, I think I'm back now. Sorry, a little bit of pause, my wife called. Uh, trying to talk to her and my volume was down. Uh, it's all crazy, but um, I think I was talking about how a particular group of students didn't want feedback and how I, you know, didn't want feedback from me that they had written this paper that was dry. It didn't have, I mean, it had been thrown together really quickly, that it didn't have a lot of personality or character. They hadn't expanded, got it from a second teacher, but they decided that he was wrong too, and he just didn't see how great their paper was. And then they went to a third teacher who told them the same thing, but this but this particular teacher had done it in a way that made them feel good about themselves. And so they believed it. And I went back into the teacher and she, she was like, nah, I just told them like that it wasn't very good. They had just thrown it together that it, you know, it wasn't well written. So she told them the exact same thing that 
two of us had told them, you know, which is how, you know, it's how kids are, it's, it's how it goes, um, and, you know, it's, it's, like I keep saying, it's, it's hard not to be frustrated with this very small group of kids and the way they act. Um, I had a kid when we were out at recess, once tried to kick a ball at me, missed. The second time then, kicked the ball hard, hit me right in the middle of my back, like right between my shoulder blades. And then tried to pretend like it wasn't her. And then a bunch of her friends laughed and it was just this whole thing and that's what, get this, that's what gets this whole group spun up. And once you reprimand them about anything, they instantly go into this us against the world, you're the problem kind of thing. And it's, I mean, it's just difficult. It's, it's difficult to deal with. It's difficult to, to, you know, try to wrap your head around. But I, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to, to remember not to take it personal. I mean, all these kids got things going on and they are 14 years old and they don't, you know, necessarily have a great grasp of how to handle the world. And it's just that point where you want to be frustrated and you want to have something done. You want some that you want there to be some type of consequence and then you get yourself spun up in this knot about how the administration isn't doing enough and you you go all down all these rabbit holes and then I play out all these situations in my head and it's just super unproductive because I'm spinning myself in knots for no reason yes is this behavior unacceptable yes does it feel like the kids think there are no consequences yes they do not believe there are consequences because our the consequences that we could give them, they do not care about. They are not concerned with our FYI system or detentions. None of that stuff matters to them. So in a sense, they do believe that they have kind of impunity to do what they want. And the frustrating part is separately, they're all quite nice, actually. And when they haven't decided you're the evil, you know, the root of all evil in the world, they're actually really fun to be around and they're very nice kids. I just, it, it's hard in the moment. It, it's hard in the moment not to, not to take it personally to, to, as Jocko said, to just detach from the situation and give yourself time and space, you know? the kid that fired off at me about how her parents don't like me, like instantly I'm like, I'm going to email the principal, I'm going to email her parents, I'm going to do all these things. But I think the best course of action is just for me to go back in Monday and let her know that I'm not phased by it. Like let her know that that has no effect on me, that she says something like that. But, you know, 
it's it's all part of growing. It's all part of learning and getting better. So, all in all, it was a good week. You know, I'm excited to watch this football game. It's like I said, it's my nephew's last regular season game. They're gonna have a playoff game. Don't know where it's gonna be yet. So, all in all, hope everybody has a great week. Hope you enjoy my ramblings and hope they make a difference. And if there's anything we can do, Will or myself, please let us know. We're with you. So. Have a great week, everybody.